Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.7 FM. We'll hear from David Boxiari hey. coming up at 535. Joining us right now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. You got a Christmas in Philadelphia. That sounds like a interesting time. Eric Name joins us Names. here. Talking Bucks basketball on the fan. Eric, appreciate it, man. How was Christmas in the city of brotherly love? It was wonderful. My sister actually lives out here, so I'm, oh, nice. uh, I'm, I've been with family the whole time. So I'm having, uh, I've had a, I had a great Christmas. That works out. That worked out perfectly. So that was a that was a smile when the schedule came out and realized it was Buck Sisters Sixers Christmas Day, huh? Yeah, there was two cities that I could have had uh, family in, and it was Philadelphia and Milwaukee. So it worked out for me. That's awesome, Eric. Yesterday we were trying to talk about it earlier on today. That was that just a one loss, or was there a way, maybe a recipe shown that Philadelphia has the opportunity to be the upset looming for the Bucks come playoff time? Ooh, that's tough. I mean, I, I do think there are some things that the Sixers have that make it tough on the Bucks. Uh, I think when you look at a guy like Embiid being able to cover Giannis, uh, that's just tough. He's he's a monster human. Uh, so there is the potential there for Giannis to have a rough night against him. Granted, in the final two games of last season, Giannis didn't. He scored 52, a career high, and then 45 against Embiid uh, in, in their final two games against the Sixers last year near the end of the season. So he was fine there last night, he, or I guess yesterday afternoon. He just didn't really have it. Like He, he got a bunch of shots in close. He didn't make them. Um, I mean, that's obviously there is a statistic that that's the most shots Giannis ever missed in the game. On top of that, that's just not how he is around the rim. Like, but if he's around the rim, he, he scores it at pretty much an unprecedented level. Uh, so it was, it was a strange sight to see. And then, you know, on top of it, uh, this is an, an incredibly open secret. Everyone in the league knows that the Bucks will give you threes that are not in the corner. Like that's, that's just how their defense is built. They're so focused on protecting the rim and protecting the corners that you can get threes above the break just about any time you want them. And if you hit a bunch of them on any given night, it's going to be tough for the Bucks. We've seen it. I mean, we've seen it happen a number of times. I wrote about it today at the Athletic. But like this is everyone knows it. I mean, Bud even knows it. There, there was a, a pregame session where. I, I mean, I literally ask them about their three-point defense probably once every two weeks, maybe once a week. Uh, so Bud's annoyed by me at, at this at, by, already. And, you know, he got asked about it two weeks ago in a pregame press conference. And he said, well, some people say we don't really defend threes and then look directly at me as I just laughed because it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that is what, what I'm saying. Um, but – for the most part, they've decided that that's a, a risk that they're willing to take most nights. And most nights, teams aren't going to shoot close to 50% from three like the Sixers did yesterday. But when they do, it can get ugly. And, and that's exactly what happened. So, Name, you're saying this is not a liar? Yeah, I mean, I think more than more than just about anything, that would be the, what I'd call it. Yeah. Because 
it, it, I don't think those two things are going to happen on the same night all that often. Like, I think sometimes they can happen uh, where Giannis has an off night. Those are pretty rare. I think sometimes it can happen where a team shoots close to 50% from three. Those things can happen. But to have both of them on the same night, like that's incredibly unlikely. And that's exactly what we got yesterday. And a butt kicking is kind of what you saw. Yeah, I, I mean, I think one of the biggest things is how they had Embiid covering him at times, and then when he blocked his shot, it just reminded me how Boston tried to do it that one game that they uh, wanted, and um, it seemed like the the Bucks made adjustments. Do you think that's the adjustment to just put their number five guy who blocked shots on Giannis and just still just let him shoot as many threes as he wants? Um, I don't know that it is. Uh, I, I mean, and, and kind of like I said, I go back to last year. There was a game in Utah in the final two months of the season where Giannis, the, the Jazz decided to do that. They put Rudy Gobert on Giannis, and Giannis played who won Defensive Player of the Year. That was Rudy Gobert, won Defensive Player of the Year. He played him off the floor. Like, he was unplayable by the end of the night because Giannis just dunked on him so many times that the Jazz were like, well, we can't do this anymore. And you know, he did the same thing to Embiid, 52 in one game, 45 in another. So I don't think it's really the the solution for covering Giannis. Like, I think a lot of times with fives on him, he can just get a runway and then Euro step him, or he's so strong that he can put him underneath the rim. I, I just thought it was a real bad game yesterday. And, I mean, Giannis said as much after the game because I asked, like, pretty much that exact question. Like, you didn't struggle with this last year. Why today? And he said, oh, you know, it was just on me. Like, I missed a, sh- a bunch of shots that I normally make. And mm-hmm. I think when when you look at the game from yesterday, you can kind of see it. Like, there's a bunch of five-footers that he misses. And Giannis just doesn't miss five-footers. That's not how this works. So, uh, more than anything, he put it on himself that he just didn't play well enough yesterday. Yeah, I want to talk about the interview he had towards the end. He said something about winning again next year if they're on Christmas. Does that indicate that he's staying in Milwaukee? Ooh, Ooh uh, I mean, obviously, I think he'll. Uh, I, I guess for me, there's a bunch of people that say, you know, this summer is the big one. You want to get him to sign the extension, and I agree with that. Like the having him sign the extension at twelve one is huge, but I would also argue there is very little to be gained by the Bucks by trading him if he decides not to sign that extension. If you're the Bucks, I, I think and. Giannis makes it clear, hey, I don't want to sign here. Uh, I think you say, all right, well, we're going to play out this year with you. Mm-hmm. And if, if he wants to leave at the end like Kawhi, well, hopefully he leaves like Kawhi did in Toronto with a championship ring. Like you go and win your first championship and then, and then he leaves. So, I mean, I think no matter what, he's playing in Milwaukee next year. Whether or not he wants to sign an extension long term over the summer, I think he's going to be in Milwaukee next year just because I don't see this Bucks ownership group and I don't see John Horst saying, okay, yeah, we'll trade you away. You, you can't get the value that, that Giannis provides. Like you, just, you cannot find that trade anywhere. Like that, that's just not going to exist. So I, I think no matter what, he's here at least next year. And whether or not that means he signed the extension, I don't think it really matters because I can't foresee the Bucks willingly saying, all right, yeah, we'll let you go. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna trade you somewhere else. It just doesn't really make sense to me from an, an organization. What's, but but what's a head scratcher is two positives. They can pay him the most money, and they're the best team in the league. Where can you go? The I mean, to I'm, I'm you're the Bucks. Where else can you go? That you're the best 
team in the league. We've been the best team in the league. Now, you can argue we need one or two pieces here or there to get over the top, but sure. you got to stay here to do that. And, again, i got to go back to this money because you're talking to three broke guys. Well, four broke guys right now. If you hey, can pay 70, is cashing. I don't know about $75 that. million. I don't know what the number is. 75 or 80 $90 million. $90 million. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I just I, – I, It doesn't I don't make get much it. sense. I, it, does, it really doesn't. I mean, I would – and I think he's going to surprise people. I think he's going to sign that extension and still put the team on notice. I, I love it up at the top. I want to stay here, and I want a championship here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you look at this Bucks team, they are built to continue winning here uh, for a ways to go as well. Like, it, it's not just that, okay, well, you know, they could – they could win this year and then they have to blow it all up. No, like they could, they could win this year and then be set up very well for years to come, or they could fall a little bit short this year and still be set up incredibly well for years to come. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, though, right? Like, there's just not, <laughs> there's not a lot there to to suggest that it would be a good idea to go elsewhere. I, I agree. All right, Eric, one final thing. We we get this a lot that people want an addition, right? People want a new toy. People want somebody that can penetrate, get their own shot is the is the trigger phrase that we hear a lot of. Uh, the only guy that I see available that you don't have to give up anything for would be Jamal Crawford. Is there any player or anything that you think this Bucks team needs right now today? Ooh, I mean, I think anytime you're talking about playing with Giannis, it's always going to be shooting. So if there's if there's another shooter, you can go out and sign and make sure that you can play uh, and he's going to be good enough defensively. I mean, that's that to me is always the thing that you're looking for because you look at this Bucks team, they obviously have a ton of three-point volume. They just get them up. They let it fly. Uh, but they aren't the highest. They don't shoot it the best of everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get them up, but they don't have the most accurate shooters. So uh, to me, that, that remains the big one. So uh, anybody that you know, Bucks fans want to dream up a trade for. I think it has to involve shooting. Like it, it has to be that. And again, I understand the, the idea that you want other people to to go get their own bucket. But you know, I think yesterday you didn't see Eric Bledsoe on the floor yep. uh, because of an injury. So you're going to see him out there as well. Um, and I thought Chris Middleton played fantastic yesterday. So he gets his own shots. He's one of the top isolation players in the league for a second straight season. So uh, I think there's enough there. Uh, from that perspective, it's just going to be more about uh, having guys that can knock down shots when Giannis sees the defense like you saw yesterday, that he needs to kick it out and no guys are going to knock down shots. It's Eric name, Eric name, underscore name. name, N-E-H-M, where you follow him and all his coverage of the Milwaukee Bucks on Twitter. Eric, appreciate it, man. We'll Names. talk next week. I right, appreciate you guys. Happy holidays. Hope it was a good one for you, and I will see you guys back in Milwaukee. Yes, yes sir. sir. We'll, and we'll talk in 2020. Eric Name joins us Thanks. on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019, look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.